Welcome to Faithful Doubt. My name is Jordan. Today, we're gonna to talk about what it means to live for God. Today's question comes from Hannah Hummel, and she asked, what does it mean to live for God? And you may have heard this question asked a lot of times. Uh, as a Christian, you know, sometimes we kind of just gloss over what it means to live for God. We hear that all the time. It becomes cliche. Maybe as a non-Christian, you think that's a really weird thing to say to live for God. I mean, he's he's not visible. So how do you live for someone or something that's not visible physically? How do we do that? Well, I think uh, the real question here is, are we already living for someone or something anyway? And a lot of people would probably say no. A lot of people would say, you know what? I have no religion. I have no God. I'm not living for anything like that. You might even say you're living for yourself. Uh, And that can create a lot of problems in and of itself. So what does that mean to live for something? And I've talked a little bit about this before. Everyone has a faith aspect. Everyone has some kind of religious aspect in their life. It doesn't have to be to an organized religion, of course. It could be uh, to your job. It could be uh, to money, fame, sports. I mean, I love I love sports. And so, the, the, you know, what what is the thing in your life that makes you get out of bed in the morning is a really good way to look at this. What is that thing that when you wake up every day, you're you're motivated to go through your day for what what is uh your passion in life we all have something like that right and so when we examine that what is the thing that i'm living for what is the thing i'm getting up in the morning for that that is what you're living for and so the problem arises when it's when it's anything but god when we're living for anything but god there's all sorts of issues that follow so if i'm living if i'm living for my wife mariah um what happens if we have a disagreement or a fight or God forbid, uh, you know, we get in a break or even a divorce? Uh, please don't divorce me, baby. I love you very much. What, what would happen if that were to happen? You know, my life would probably crumble if I'm living for my wife. I would I, I can't even really imagine how depressed I would get and, and all that. So. Take that, you can apply that to any situation. If I'm living for uh, my advancement in my career and all of a sudden I'm fired or I have to find a new job, I'm going to be broken and and I'm going to panic. If if I'm living for my identity, you know, to, to share my identity with everyone, you know, I'm whatever that may be, whatever your identity is, and people don't perceive me that way, I'm going to be broken and panic. If if everything in my life is centered around my children uh, and their lives, what will happen when when they're broken? You know, I'm going to be broken. And so we have all these things that we can live for. And when we do, they ultimately fail us and we end up broken. So how do we redirect our life to live around God? Well, first of all, I think the best place to start is this. We have to understand the gospel and we have to grasp what it means and let it take root in our soul. Because if if you don't really understand it, then then it's going to be hard to live for God. And we do that by understanding and recognizing that we're sinful and we're broken and I'm not perfect. And I'm in need of a perfect 
Savior to uh, come into my life and transform things because I, I have I have all of these issues in my life, right? And we all do. And I need, I have this hole in my life and I want someone or something to fill it. And so when we take things of this world and we're just grasping at all the muck in the world and we're just trying to fill that hole, it doesn't work. Um, but when we fill that hole with, with, the, with our relationship with God, your life will change because God's glory is so great. His love is so amazing. His grace is so scandalous. When it enters into your heart, it is like a flood. And whenever a flood happens, it completely rearranges the landscape of whatever it's flooding. And so God's love comes into your life and it rearranges your entire life. And now all of a sudden, the way I'm living is I'm not living for myself. I'm not living for my relationships. I'm not living for my job. I'm not living for money. I'm living for God because I want to glorify him. I want to obey him. And so I, I read I read this book and I start looking through it and, and finding how God is pleased and what glorifies him the most. And he's glorified ultimately when I'm in a relationship and I love him. And through that, all the other byproducts of my relationship are, I'm, I want to follow the law. I want to obey God. I want to do what he says is right. I don't want to do what I think is right or what I feel is right. I want to do what God says is right. And of course, in that kind of a relationship, you know, I I don't I don't want to agree with everything that the Bible says. I don't want to agree with everything God says because I have this part of me that wants to do what I want to do. I want to be God. I want to live for myself. But when I understand the gospel and that Jesus lived this perfect life and did not deserve death, the only person who's never deserved death. And he, and he purposely and willingly dies on a cross in a horrible, horrible way. And he takes on all this cosmic, the cosmic weight of all sin from past, present, and future. And he takes that on himself for everyone. And he experiences for the first time in eternity this separation from God because of sin. And so he's, he's, he's been separated from the Father and his, his most important relationship in his life is gone. And he no longer is in relationship with God for three days. He's in the tomb experiencing hell, eternal separation from God. And on the third day he rises, death is defeated, and he does all that so that I might have the opportunity to invite him into my life, to know him, to live for God, to glorify God, and to have eternal life with him. When you understand that, there's really no way for you not to live for God because everything in your life, all your energy, your time, my passion, will be centered around God and what he wants for me. So how do I live for God? What does it mean to live for God? I think you have to start with the story of Jesus on the cross, and you have to really understand that in your own life. I love the question. If you have any comments or questions, let's uh, put those below or message me. And then we're going to continue that conversation later on. But until next time, I'll see you.
Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you'd like to see more, you can go over to our Facebook page and request to join there. Or you can watch any of our episodes on YouTube. Or you can check us out on Instagram and TikTok now. Or if you just like the audio and you'd like to listen, you can find us on any of your favorite podcast platforms. I'll see you guys next time.